0: Now the news, I'm Shane Bickham. China and the Maldives have agreed to upgrade bilateral relations to a comprehensive strategic cooperative partnership. This comes after Chinese President Xi Jinping met with his Maldivian counterpart Mohamed Muiz in Beijing. President Xi emphasized that the long-standing friendship between the two nations dates back to ancient Maritime Silk Road connections. He called for strengthening cooperation in various fields and pledged support for more Maldivian students to study in China. President Muiz expressed gratitude for becoming the first foreign head of state received by China in the new year. He said he appreciates China's assistance in his country's development, particularly through the Belt and Road Initiative. The two leaders also witnessed the signing of multiple bilateral cooperation documents. President Xi Jinping has also talked to Finnish President Solly Ninisto via video link. He pointed out that Finland was one of the earliest Western countries to establish diplomatic relations with China and has long adhered to a friendly policy towards China. The Chinese leader expressed willingness to share development opportunities with Finland, strengthen cooperation and safeguard free trade. Nenisto said he's pleased with the new type of partnership between the two sides. He said Finland is willing to communicate with China in international and regional affairs and jointly address global challenges. China says it's willing to develop healthy and stable military relations with the United States based on the principles of equality and respect. Defense officials from the two countries have concluded two days of military talks in Washington. It's the latest engagement since the leaders of the two countries agreed in November to resume high-level military contacts. China made it clear that it'll not back down on the Taiwan question and that the U.S. must stop arming Taiwan. Beijing also urged Washington to reduce its military deployments and provocative actions in the South China Sea. British and U.S. naval forces are said to have repelled the largest attack yet by Yemen's Houthi rebels on shipping in the Red Sea. Reports say the militant group launched at least 21 drones and missiles overnight that were shot down by carrier-based jets and four warships. No injuries or damage were reported. The Houthis have not commented on this. In recent weeks, the group has repeatedly targeted vessels transiting in the Red Sea to show solidarity with Palestinians in Gaza. The Chinese embassy and consulates in Ecuador are suspending operations until further notice. It comes after the country's president declared internal armed conflict amid an escalation in violence. Daniel Naboa is also mobilizing the army to combat organized crime linked to drug trafficking. The measure followed a day of riots at several prisons across the country. It also came on the heels of a shocking armed takeover of a television station in Guayaquil in mid-broadcast meantime, neighboring Peru's declared an emergency along its northern border with Ecuador. Dan Collins has more.
1: On Monday, Neboa, who took office in November, declared a 60-day state of emergency. That decree was prompted by the prison escape of the country's most dangerous criminal on Sunday. Since then, several police officers have been kidnapped and car bombs detonated. A huge manhunt is underway, with thousands of soldiers and police searching for Adolfo Macias known as FITO, the convicted leader of the powerful drug gang Los Choneros. Macias escaped from jail in the port city of Guayaquil ahead of a scheduled prison transfer to a maximum security facility. President Noboa has said he will not negotiate with quote terrorists and his government has blamed the recent prison violence on its plans to build a new high security prison and transfer jailed gang leaders.
0: South Korea's main opposition leader, Lee Jae-myung, says his stabbing should mark the end of what he calls the politics of hate. Lee made the comment as he was leaving a Seoul hospital where he'd received life-saving treatment. The politician was stabbed in the neck last week during his tour of the southern city of Busan. Police have identified the suspect as a 67-year-old man who carried out the attack out of political motivation. Scientists have confirmed 2023 as the hottest year on record. The European Union's Climate Monitoring Service says Earth was 1.48 degrees Celsius warmer than the average in the 1850 to 1900 pre-industrial period. The figure is very close to the 1.5 degree target set by participant countries at the 2015 Paris Agreement. Although the world has yet to breach the target, scientists are warning of dire consequences in the future. And that's the news. I'm Shane Bickham.